show. Let's do a show. Let's let's do it's a seven oh three. I got seven. I'm ready for beers with Nigel. Welcome to beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel. My I'm co-host Nick. is Nick. As usual, it's a beer. It's a beer. It's a it's a show about beer and, and other things. other things. Or some people like to say other stuff. It's either or. It just depends on the on amount of beer you've had. Yeah, and we've got a very special guest, a very dear friend, a great family. I love their. I like to call them the first family of beer in Kansas City. Nice. It's uh, Scott, Scott Scott Kranz, um, beer aficionado, um, just an all around great guy, great guy in the beer community. Scott, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you. So tell us where you are. It looks like you're in the Batcave. I am in the basement. I have my office down in the basement. So I have all my computers set up, my work computers, and then I've been teleworking from here since about the beginning of March. So Okay. Cool, cool. So if we if we were gonna uh somebody asked, who is Scott Kranz? What would you say? Um <laughs> I good thing. Uh, just a regular beer drinking guy. <laughs> well, how do you earn the title of first family of beer? I think I might have dubbed him that. And I'll tell you why, because anytime I see Scott, I see the whole family generally. Um, whether so be, this is a rarity right now. Well, they're probably somewhere around. I thought, did Actually, Alex just walk by? Oh, there she is. What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, what do, you, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, lemon bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it looks like a windshift label. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm basically, I, I've known Scott just from all the breweries. We, we show up at the same time, it seems like. Yeah, it's a lot of times is that way. I mean, and then been, I'll, I'll log a beer in and then Nigel piggybacks off my login. Oh, absolutely. Well, he's not original. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, I'll see Scott. There's been times I've been out of state at a beer festival and look who's there. It's been... <laughs> You remember that we were in Lincoln one time and you guys were at uh, Boiler and I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Beer festivals. Yeah. You yeah. So uh, we ask all the guests this question and I'm curious as well because I know, you, you know you're a big craft beer guy. How did you get into craft beer? What was your first quote unquote craft beer, you think? Um, from the actual cheap stuff after college or probably the first crafty kind of beer i've tried was a uh, red dog oh yeah wow that's yeah, going back yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know that i would have thought to call red dog crafty it was but i don't know if we knew that term the then. yeah it was yeah, the it, yeah it was out in the ordinary and that was like in the 90s wasn't it it yeah. would have been mid early mid, mid 90s, yeah yeah because yeah, that was right about the time we were drinking red dogs now, and zima yeah and from there probably the next thing would have been uh uh pete's wicked ale Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yep, okay. Yep. Yep. That's very cool. And then cool. from there, probably Boulevard Wheat. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah, it's, we we go round and round about when the word craft became an actual word. Um, I, you know, we always talk about it was called premium. Remember premium beers? Yep. <laughs> I had that. Yeah. The, the well, and I and I seem to remember we called it we called Boulevard the microbrew. Right, you know, we back, didn't get into the craft yeah. term until later. Yeah, back then, yeah, they were the microbrewer. They were the, the the weird kid on the block. I guess. Yeah. Why are they trying to make their own beer? <laughs> well, you know, if you remember, and Scott, you probably remember back. Uh, what was it? Seventy uh, Fifth uh, Street Brewing. Yeah. Up on Warnell, I never yep. did like those beers. I really wasn't. I was kind of into the offshoot things, but that I, I, I don't remember that being very good beer. 
Um, it was I very would... middle of the road stuff. Yeah. It's very middle, middle of the road. Do you remember your first beer like festival? My very first beer festival probably was uh, the very first Boulevardia when it was underneath the 12th Street Bridge. Oh, how, wow. How long ago was that? That was 2014, 2013 your, or 14. That was your first beer festival? That was my first beer festival, yep. Really? I'm very surprised I, by that. Before that, I apparently had never heard of them or I thought – it was for beer geeks. I didn't see myself as a beer geek at that time. I don't know. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Wow. But, that's crazy. Well, you said 75th yeah. Street. When they were doing that, I think I was at the age where I was just drinking beer. I didn't think about what it was. We were just going out and drinking the beer, whatever the beer was at the time, wherever we were. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. But I don't think I, don't think I was thinking about brands and types and, and flavors so much then. It was, oh, yeah, that's beer. I like beer. I think, you yeah. know, like in high school, you know, we would drink, you know, Michelob, you know, dry or Michelob dark or something. It was just, it was just different than drinking Bud or, you know, I grew up drinking Coors Light and, you know, that's making, that's like making love in the boat, fucking close to water. <laughs> <laughs> and I always had a taste for something better. And then, you know, that's why we are where we are now, Scott, look at us. Yep. Hey, how about, how about the family? I mean... I don't know of many families that are that are uh, just you know like I said when I see you guys you're all together and the whole family likes beer. How did that happen? Right. I don't know really. I mean, Cindy likes hard liquor too, probably a little bit more actually than beer. But she did. That would be this, would like be this guy right here. Yeah, she she does like the sours and the and the coffee beers. She loves those. Uh, like Madame X is her favorite. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Shout out to French. I, yeah, I myself, I'm 53, and I still have never got the taste for coffee. I still, I'll try them all, but I don't rate them on Untapped because really, they're coffee. That's just it. Just it's just nasty. Do you so like coffee, coffee? Period. I don't like coffee at all. Hot, okay. cold, nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'll try them. Some right. are really light on the coffee. Some are heavy on the coffee. And I'll say that in my in my post. But uh, no, I don't give them a rating because otherwise they'd all be one, one point five. Right. <laughs> Here we yeah, go. That's the rating talk. Everyone, yeah. And then why even rate it? Yeah. And we and we sure. we go we go round around about the rating thing. I'm like, well, if yeah. you know, it may not be your style, but I, I if I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm with you. I'm not gonna rate it. Yes. Because yeah, you know, again, it could be a it could be true to style, but that's not your thing. It doesn't mean it's exactly. bad. So, exactly. And, and I, I, like I, I beg to differ. Yeah. And, there's been too many times on Untapped where I'll see someone say, you know, they'll give a, a sour a 1.5 because they just don't like sours. Right. Well, why are you? Why are you even drinking it? That's rude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know who didn't like sours ten episodes ago? That guy. This guy. Yep. Yeah, and I, you know, that's been a. But the one I still don't like, pickle beer. Maybe, You're not going to yeah, win me over on that. He doesn't one. like pickle beer. That was that <laughs> oh was God. just that you, was just wrong. You know who's going to do a pickle beer? fringe they're doing a that doesn't shock me they're doing a pickle beer you know i actually cool. tried the uh uh the cotton candy beer they did a couple years ago it was good they actually they did that for okay. for my wife had a, a cancer awareness event for right. her her five-year cancer-free anniversary them, them and rodney beagle and they did they brought up the the uh the cotton candy beer there it was very very sweet 
Like I, I probably wasn't having more than I say more than one, but I know me, I, I drink two of everything. Um, so I'm not having more than two. <laughs> so you don't like pickles at all? No, it's the devil's food. Really? Okay. It's <laughs> boiler. Ma- boiler makes an excellent pickle beer. It's a, it's a pilsner. Why would you and ruin they, a perfectly and, good and cucumber? In the crawler, they actually put a huge cucumber in an actual pick, huge pickle in the in the crawler. It's delicious. There's there are many things wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is not a and family then, show, but I'm still not going there. <laughs> and, then grow, and then growing up, I grew up on like Old Milwaukee and uh, Shells and uh, Schmidt Grain yeah. Belt. Yeah. And my dad would a lot of times, you know, drink the beer half down and then get the jar of pickles out of the refrigerator and pour the juice into it. Yeah. Oh, where'd you grow? Where'd you grow up, Scott? Southern Minnesota on a farm, Uh, Southern Minnesota. Like close Uh, to what, what major city? Uh, New, New Ulm, Mankato. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mankato. Okay. You know where Mankato is? Mankato state. Yep. About 60 miles Northwest of that. Gotcha. We had the, just North of our place was the, was the country's first legal gambling, uh, casino on an Indian reservation. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Fun facts there. Where in the segment? How'd you end up in Kansas City? I came down here after graduating from high school to go to DeVry. Oh, right on. And, and then after DeVry, I moved straight into my job, and I've been there for the last 33 years. That's wow. You don't hear that very often anymore. No. No, you don't. And what, what's, your, what's, your, uh, what's your profession? I am an IT specialist. Oh, I you're an IT out, guy. Yeah. I started out as a programming you know, actually writing code, but now I've moved more into administration part of different tools and different software platforms. So gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Full 33 nerd. years. Yeah. Beer, beer and it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes the whole basement thing work actually. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> now have you, have you ever brewed at all? Are you a home brewer? Uh, I brewed three or four batches, five gallon batches in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Me and two other guys in Olathe did, got together and did it. And we brewed a brown ale we start with. And we brewed a couple uh, like fruit beers. After three batches, we all decided that it was too much work, that we can just go on the street to Boulevard and get good beer. We don't have to spend two full Saturdays doing it. Because so we'd spend you know one full Saturday from like six to six brewing. And then a couple of weeks later, we get back together and, and bottle it up and spend a full day doing that. And we'd all walk home with a case of beer. And was it worth it? I mean, it was fun. Right. But, but it was kind of cool. But now after that, I, we never, I never done it again. You know, that, you need to follow the Nigel plan. And instead yeah. of doing that, just make friends with all the brewers and they exactly. let you come play with the big boy toys. Well, you know, yeah. and that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing. And I, that's why Scott and I are friends. We're, we have the same mindset. We figured out. You know what? I can go on all the brew days, drink the beer, see what's going on, understand the process, but not do any of the work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And of course, that you know, it's gotten in me, got me into trouble now because you know I've been in ZZ Hops for seven years, had never home brewed anything, been on many a brew day, but you know, then I get to messing around with Tony at uh, Windshift. He's like, "You need to brew a beer here. I know you have recipes." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have the distinction of never doing a homebrew, but only brewing on the professional level. So, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the hell that gets me in life, but it looks cool. A lot of free See, I, beer. I love to cook, exactly. but, but brewing all that math and chemistry frightens me a little bit. It's not much different than. than I love cooking. 
it's not much different. It's all measurements. It's all, it's all the same, really. Uh, rules. Yeah. Well, there are rules, and you can fuck it up. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, you can't, you can't just put, you know, you, you fuck up a steak, you can put some steak sauce on it, right? <laughs> can't do and that with a beer. A, yeah. If you're doing a small batch at home, it's very tedious and time-consuming. Yeah. 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 I saw um, one, of my, uh, one of my buddies, he just brewed this uh, a white stout. And, you know, it's his first time brewing, and he's brewing on the stove, you know. The, you know the the cheap easy way right right but so uh, yeah. he's supposed to bring me that beer i'll, I'll have to see what it's about but I, you know i'll try anything i'm like you scott so scott let's <laughs> you know i always when it comes to untapped you are the patron saint in my in my book because because <laughs> people think i have a lot of check-ins and i think you and yeah. i have been on untapped the same amount of time since maybe 2012 uh or 13 maybe 13 yeah. yeah but you have quite a few um yeah i have a few so if i look him up while you're talking well I'm, i've already got pulled up sir okay so you know as if, if those for those who don't know what what untapped is is what our what we beer ne- ner- beer nerds beer nerds do when we drink a beer we check it in so well a lot you gotta remember too a lot of my check-ins are for i've been to a lot of beer fest we're going to get and to I, that. <laughs> and, I take, and, and I take pictures of everything I drink. Right. So even if it's just a little taste, a few ounces, I'll log it in. It still counts, sir. Yes. Yes. So, you know, your total check-ins, 11,732. Say that number one more time. 11,732. That's a lot of beer, sir. That's a lot of check-ins. But, but hold on yeah. now. Hold the phone. Unique beers. 9,562. Wow. That's dedication. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of beer tasting. I'm about yeah. half of that. And, you know, you've been, you've been around. You've been around. Yeah. Yeah. How many – have you ever looked at Untapped and said, well, how many breweries have I, have I been to? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. I'm sure it's, it's – Well, I've – I've already gone past the 500 mark because I'm no longer getting the badge. <laughs> yeah, no longer getting the badge. So it's over 500. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the fun thing about Untapped, you know, he's checked in what one beer. So, you know, they do the end-of-year tally of all the places you've been, and yep. that's kind of cool. It shows right. you, what, you yep. what style you've checked in, how many states, how many beers. You know, if, if I were married and my wife saw that, she'd be like, what in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thankfully, Scott, you've got the full support of the fam. So. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Now, now, do you guys do beer trips? We've done a few trips where it's sp- specifically for visiting breweries, and we've been on a lot of trips where we just we stop at every brewery we pass as we go. I mean, so for instance, uh, two years ago, Alex spent six months up in Washington State, and she had to have a car, so we drove her up there with two vehicles. And then we drove back with even one vehicle for her. And so at, in December, I flew out there, helped her pack up, and then we drove back from Washington State to Kansas City. We spent five days driving back, and we visited 38 breweries along the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I think I, I think I logged in around 350 beers along that trip. 
Yeah, you're 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 a man after my own heart. When, when I went to England, I was I was going to England just to I'm gonna see my brother, blah blah blah. It, it turned into two weeks of beer. I mean, yep. every place I went, I was like, oh, there's a brewery here. And if it wasn't a brewery, I'm like, well, let's go to this, you know, to this pub and see what they have on tap. It was, yeah, it's, I mean, what trip is not a beer trip? That's and then, Yeah. And then and we went to Wichita last summer. We went to Wichita and spent the weekend in Wichita and we had every brewery there. Uh, last spring, we went down to Springfield and spent the weekend there and hit every brewery there. So yeah, we make specific trips to just hit breweries and every, so every fall we've been going up to the Minnesota State Fair and we always make it a four or five day trip up there and Minneapolis St. Paul is packed with breweries. Right. So right. what's what's your thought? Yeah. yeah. So you've been in Kansas City for a while, so you've seen it explode. Yes. Your, you know, I think we're we still fly under the radar when it comes to beer scenes in the country, but I think Kansas City is doing a great job. You know, the last three yeah. years it's been crazy. What's your what's your thoughts on how it's grown. It's been crazy, yeah. Uh, people keep talking we're gonna hit the ceiling pretty soon and start collapsing. I I don't see that because everybody's got their favorite that their regulars at. Right. And as long as everyone has those regulars, I mean I mean, we hit our fair share of them every weekend. But as long as people keep going to their favorite brewery and they keep getting business, I mean, they can't go bad. Yeah, Unless they start putting out crappy beer or something. Right. Well, and that, I think that's the big boom, though, of the last few years is that they're all building these tap rooms that just become everybody's favorite bar. Your, your neighborhood right? place, You've right. got your neighborhood stop. You've got yep. your friends. I mean, like you guys, you just said, you guys know each other. You go to the, you know each other because you've seen each other at the tap rooms. And how many people, Nigel, that, you know, yeah. you walk into grains and taps. What would you say we know 60% of the people in there? More probably probably eighty, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And 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 Scott, to your point, it's like I'm like if you go to other cities, they think Kansas City's saturated. Holy shit! You go to some yeah. of these other cities, you're like, it's a brewery. When I went to Fresh Fest in Pittsburgh last year, Pittsburgh has a lot a lot per capita. I think besides Portland, has the most breweries per capita. I mean, it's just a lot of there's breweries everywhere. And their yeah. model is, their model is, if you have a brewery, you might have another tap room across town. That's the model in Pennsylvania. It's very interesting. So, probably, I, I would say that's based on all the state, whatever state. That's their liquor laws. Yeah, pr probably. But you know, I mean, it's still like Missouri may would make that very hard to have a like a tap room someplace else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of like Oklahoma. That's why right. Prairie had to do what they did, where you know you've got the brewery and Krebs mm -hmm. and. They, you know, you had to get a distributor to take it 90 miles to Oklahoma City. They're like, screw it, we'll just open another, another brewery. So, yeah, you know, that sucks that a lot of the laws are still based on prohibition. Yep. Right. It's really ridiculous. Hey, you know yeah. what time it is, Nick? Is it mystery beer time? So I, I, I don't know if you, it's mystery beer, beer time, uh, Scott. So I've got a couple of, you know, you've probably seen, you probably heard about the bag, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, from from the golf course, the, the golf bag of glory. Shout out to Anthony Medina because yeah, I think he stole it. So there's that. But I've got a couple of special things for you. Uh, let's go with can first. Brown paper bag, old school. We're keeping it old school. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm switching off. I'm not sure what's in there. I just you know, I just raided my refrigerator to see what was going on. Dr drum roll. Oh, look at that. A wind shift. Yeah, it's a wind shift. 
Wind shifts, English style porter. I'm I'm a little excited about this. Are actually. you? That's, yeah. a, that's a really good beer. That's a really good beer. Go All right, how are we gonna? Let's see. Uh, here, hold the. I'll hold your mic and you can crack it open. Here, yeah. So now some people would say that it's scary that I could recognize that beer just by looking at the video and seeing the coloring on the can. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that. But you know what? Aficionado, that's that's what you are, sir. There there there, there is nothing nothing wrong with with knowing the packaging. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a look at that nice and dark there. You I'm sure you've had that one, Scott. Yes, I have. Do you have some favorite breweries around? I I know you do. What what are some of your I'm not going to pin you to one, but what 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 are the ones you like that around? Oh, town? services right at the near the top. Right. Service. Yeah. Do you know who's going to agree with him on that? <laughs> the, yeah. Did you? Did, I don't know if you saw the podcast with Courtney was on there. No, I didn't see that one yet. Yeah, um, I might be a fanboy. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, got some good he he might have told Courtney that he loved her. <laughs> <laughs> it might have happened. I I don't know. Shout out, shout out to Courtney. We do love you because you you do make great beer. Well, look, look, all three of those guests made closer to home. Uh, probably diametric. Okay. Over, diametric's probably my favorite over there. And then maybe uh, wind shift. Yeah. Apex. Yeah. Ooh. I went to Apex last week and I was very impressed. Yes. I was very impressed. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've changed ownership and that sort of thing and brewers and that sort of thing, but I did a flight and I was imp I was really impressed by all of them. Yeah. You know, and Tim the owner is a really cool guy. I really dig that dude. Really nice guy. What do you think, man? Oh, what do you this think? This is this is fantastic. You, you know, I like stouts and porters. Right. Those are my go-to. Right. If you're going to tell me to go to a brewery and try something new, the first thing I'm going to ask is, is Stouts, Stouts and Porters. I mean, that's fair. I mean, shout out to Tony. Once again, though, and we may say this about all of them, but I haven't had a bad one yet. Where? Windshift? Yeah. No, he, um, you know, and that's my judgment of any brewery. Top to bottom, menu-wise, if you can kill all of it, it might not be my style, but if you can go up and down the board – and be consistent, I, I, I'm going to show you some love. Now, I'll say there's some yeah. from Diametric that I didn't love, but they do so many, especially yeah. when they first started. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, it was like every week with six new beers. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I just couldn't keep up. Yeah, it's, it's hard to keep up with those dudes. <laughs> but I kind of, I got to tell you, I kind of like that chaos a little bit, though, too. Well. I mean, it, it, it's just so cool. I mean. The, the, They're not afraid of anything. The, remember the Christmas thing they did with all the beers? What, yep. what we were mad, there. What madman wanted to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and even this weekend is their two-year anniversary, and I think they're doing 14 beers. Yep. I'm like, really? Yeah. They, yeah, they're, are, ma they're mad. Are you, are you behind the bar this weekend? I am not. Um, normally my Sunday shift, but, you know, uh, at least some schools decide they're going to have their graduation this Sunday at Sporting Park, so. Oh, well, I'll, you're going to be a dad. Yeah, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. Good job. Uh, every every once in a while. First off. A little congratulations. Your last child is graduating high school. That means nothing. College, man. <laughs> hey, Scott, how did you get Alex in the beer? Because she's, she's fairly young, and she likes her craft beer. That, I'm very impressed because, you know, young, um, young, young, I mean, you get a few young people, but she really knows her shit. Yeah, she does. Um, she grew up with uh, Boulevard Wheat, I guess. I mean, that's all I ever had around the house. And – We'd be outside working and stuff, mowing or doing yard work or something, and she'd always have some beer with me always. And I think that <laughs> she just got it from there. She never, she never had the opportunity to have bad beer. 
So oh yeah, that's we, we always had craft beer in the house. So that's, I think that should be some sort of scripture or something. I don't, I don't know. That seems like a strong parenting move on your part. <laughs> I mean, you know, look because I grew up in you know beer bad, right? In our family, and so in college, the beer of choice was was Keystone Light. Well, no, that was that was economics, man. Well, that's true. Suitcase yeah. of Keystone Light back then, six dollars. And you know, and and we talk about this. Craft beer is still a micro section of beer. Most people still right. drink crap. I mean, I was in London. I'm walking down the street, and this guy, this dude's got a suitcase of Budweiser, and there's all kind of crap beer in London. So it just goes to show you that not everybody. Is I mean, well, hell, I mean, well, you're, no, you're, well, fa- you're fairly new to the game. Well, I've always liked the craft beers, but I just didn't drink a lot of beer. I right. drank a lot of bourbon and rum <laughs> um, and might still do. Right. <laughs> fair, fair point. But yeah, you know, like, so, you know, you and I will work the beer shifts at local festivals here, right? And you, every, you always get people who are upset, like, you know, where's my Bud Light? Where's my Miller's Light? You know, and, and that's one fun thing about bartending is like, Somebody comes in and, you, you know, it's a challenge. They're, they're, well, yeah, it's a challenge because they're like, well, I drink such and such. I'm like, oh, let's try these and see if I can stick you on something. So, you know, I yeah. do like that part of it. So, and there's some people who don't turn, but I think probably nine times out of 10, I can give somebody on something that's craft, even if it's, even if it's a lager or pills or something like that. And another, another, I don't know if you'd call it an excuse. Another thing I always hear a lot of hear about is why would I pay $5 for a pint of beer? Why would I pay $6 for a pint of beer when I can go get a Bud Light for three bucks? You know? Uh, I don't think they're selling Bud Light in the bars for $3. It's about the same damn price. They're all about the same prices now. But also, I mean, I always respond with, because I'm going to enjoy this one. Right. Exactly. I'm not drinking it just to slam it down. Right. And if, I, and if, I'm, and if, I, if I'm drinking, you know, because I want the buzz, I'm going for the high ABV anyway. Well, there's that. <laughs> Oh, that one says 17. <laughs> Scott, what's uh let's talk beer festivals. What's been what are some of the ones that you've been to that you're like, that was a good beer festival? Um, let's see, been to the there's one in Minneapolis that they have every February. It's called the Beer Dabbler. It's held at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Oh wow. That I haven't heard of that one. Awesome. That was uh we were down we were up there two Februarys ago, and it was an all-day event. And uh, it was like 26 degrees. Everyone's wearing parkas and overalls and snow boots. And it sounds like be, a Minnesota guy. There's got to be. <laughs> it was awesome. It was 26 degrees. <laughs> there had to be at least 300 breweries there. And wow. instead of having like a 55 gallon drums with fires burning for people, the hot air ballooning club in the Twin Cities had their baskets set up with their burners on top. They had like four or five of them separate around the whole brewery area, the whole beer area. And every 10 or 15 minutes, they'd light the flame for about 15 seconds. Oh, wow. And they, when that thing goes off, you can feel the heat from 200 feet away. Wow. And, and you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it too. <laughs> I've um, been in a hot air balloon. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not quiet <laughs> at first. We've been to uh, a beer fest in St. Louis. It was the Lupulin Festival. We actually poured for Fringe. I remember that, yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. And then basically just ones around town here. We've been to the Nano Fest a couple of years. We've been to Lost Township every year. We've been to Kegs and Eggs, uh, Barley Brew-, Brew Off, 
Right. Uh, what's the one that they hold at the Overland Park Arboretum? Um, uh, uh, you lost me. There's one in the fall that the Arboretum holds every fall. It's, it's we've been there every year. Been to the the brew at the zoo once. That was ridiculous. <laughs> in a good um, way. In a crazy way. They packed all those thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand people into like the area around the sea lion area, pond, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, it was the, sh the whole thing was shoulder to shoulder people. Wow. Um, this spring we went to the the one that sh uh, service and Courtney and them uh, sponsor. It's out of Lawrence. It's the Brewers Association. Right. I don't know if it's Kansas Brewers Association had a, has a festival. We went to that. That was a lot of fun. Um, we, we've gone to the big rip, the get ripped yep. beer fest every yep. year. I went to that uh, one last year. It was cool. But what makes a good uh, beer festival? What, what, what's going to really make you enjoy it? A lot of variety, not just big names. Oh, we've been to every Boulevardia too. Uh, not just big names. I like a lot of variety. Uh, it's a lot of off the wall stuff. And maybe not shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder people. I mean, if the lines at the at the beer serving is maybe six to eight, ten people, that's good. Right. But when you start getting lines that are 20, 30 people in line, that's just ridiculous. That's Boulevardia. <laughs> yeah. So last year was the first year for the Strother District Beer Fest, and apparently nobody had heard about it because even halfway through the festival, we could walk up to any tent and just go right and get beer anywhere, anywhere we wanted. Yeah, it was put together at the last minute. So, but I yeah. thought it worked. I, I thought it worked out well. I know we were out of town for that one, yeah. so I didn't get to go. Well, I know you know. Yeah, the Rotary and Josh from Smoke were doing and it, it. It was going to be back, but you know. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was going to be combined with Blarney this year. It was going to be right. pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was one of those deals where you didn't need to know how the sausage was made, but it happened. It, and I thought it. I thought it went over well. I thought it was. You know, I was it going did, for yeah. diametric, and I, you know, it went over well. I thought. So yeah, that was that was a good one. That was my favorite, though, of all time, or always the uh, Lost Township. That's still my favorite. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that one. Yeah, I have a so lot of good last, memories from that. For the last couple of years, you know, they've been putting the tents like in like five big tents, like in a star pattern. Right. And like the last two years, three of those five have been homebrewers. Right. And that's the first place we hit is the homebrew tents. Oh, yeah. That's we a, hit, yeah. We had every one of the homebrewers before we even go to the other two tents with the big names. You know, it's funny um, because, you know, the Lost Township. When I first discovered Courtney, I would I would hunt her down at all these festivals. That would be that would be the first. I'm like, is she? Is she, and especially at, at Lost Township, it was her and microphone out of uh, Chicago. Yep. I'm like, or you want to talk about some stouts? We, we got to get Shalanda. Shalanda, you need to send us some microphone. The the stouts they do are so ridiculous. Oh my god. Well, we need to take a trip to Chicago. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, you know, hop the train and just go. We're gonna go. We're not gonna tell her. We're just gonna knock on the door. <laughs> we're in town. Shalanda, we're here. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a really fun uh, beer festival. Well, let me let me ask you. The windows being closed. Well, on the, us. The, that's, that's by the way, the thirteen-year-old says he's tired of looking at at, at us <laughs> out the window. Um, he's probably keeping track of all all the cussing. He's, he's probably trying to figure out what a shit ton is. <laughs> <laughs> so so the the festivals is it all about the tastings? For you? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's always fun to see all the friends, you know. You always see Woody out there, and you see Nigel, and you see everybody out there. And then you see people like Mac and 
and Eddie running around trying everybody's beers while they're on break. And it's always fun to see everybody. So it's always fun to Let's see people the try the different beers. And like I said, the more the variety of beer types and stuff, the better. Just just to, to make it, a, um, you know, official, Mac, he doesn't pour at beer festivals. I've poured with him several times. He just disappears. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he really does. God love him. Is there a reason? Or is he no, just he, not? You know, we show up. We're, we're supposed to be working. Like at, at, at Lost Township, um, shout out to Kenny, my boy from Oklahoma City. He was in town. And so I was stuck pouring i'm like what the fuck is uh mac mac was at the homebrew tent hanging out getting drunk yep and so i was like kenny your turn so <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the you know that's the beautiful beautiful thing about beer people you know about third third way through the festival and you're you know you've got a slight little buzz i'll be like you ready to pour some beer you'd be like hell yeah <laughs> 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 happens every year i always find some sucker <laughs> And I don't come back. Well, I, bet that, I bet that's a blast, though. I mean, you're going to no, meet a ton of people. I mean, yep. you know, I think that's what got me into wanting to bartend, you know, because I used to pour at the festivals, whether it be Blarney or um, Big Rip, you know, uh, Get Ripped or Nano or you name it. I poured at every festival. My favorite, my favorite one, though, is because it's such a shit show, <laughs> is, is uh, Boulevardia. Because um, our homebrew group, ZZ Hops, you know, we pour and all the tips, the tips go to the club. So beer meisters, we all we pour together, and we always pour at the at the tent that has um, all the smokestack series. So it's the, it's like the big boys. And, that line doesn't end. And you talk about bad lines, Scott. That line, yep. but it's it's so fun and ridiculous. By the end of the night, you're like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah. But it's just you know. I would never pay to go to that beer festival because I think it's ridiculous that you have to pay for a ticket and then go in and pay for beer. I mean, I get it. There's entertainment and all that sort of thing, but I wouldn't, no. yeah. you know, and I learned, you know, just kind of like the whole story about, you know, learning. Yeah. We don't need to brew. We got, we got all the friends who brew. Right. So, so <laughs> why would I, why, why would I pay to go to a beer festival when I can pour for free? Exactly. <laughs> and what we did last year is we actually volunteered Friday night for two, all we did was check uh, IDs and put bracelets on for two hours. Yeah. And we got the rest of Friday night free. Yeah. And then we got tickets to get back in on Saturday. Absolutely. It's a great, that's a great deal. Well, yeah. that's why I was asking because I was curious about how much you cared about the entertainment stuff that happens at these festivals. It's really, you just want to mill around and taste beer and hang out with friends. Really, the Boulevardia, the, the entertainment is ridiculously good. It really yes. is. I mean, and I get it. That's why you're paying, you're paying a ticket. So it's, it's really, really good. Um, you know, some of the other beer festivals, I mean, Blarney, I mean, they might have like, a local or whatever. Like Blarney had a band, but yep. Mac was in one of those bands one year. Yeah, Mac's band. But they were kind yeah. of, I mean, even like if you think about it, they were kind of off and away from the, the tasting tent. and Well, you know, that's, 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 that's the fine line between, uh, you know, between entertainment and, and that was more beer fest. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it can be too loud, and I'm trying to talk to you, and I'm like, well, shit, they need to back the band up a little bit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know? So, yeah. or even it's sometimes, you know, like, you know, um, I went to, uh, what's that? It, it was at, uh, uh, what's that brewery in Lincoln? Boiler. No, not Boiler. Blue Brothers. Uh, Zipline. Zipline. So they did that beer festival at that skate park. 
and it's a small enclosed space, but the DJ wasn't too loud. So I could at least have a conversation, you know, so, you know, you have to think about those things sometimes. Right. Because the thing I love about beer and tap rooms is, you know, the tap room, I can sit and just hang out right. and talk to, you know, I can talk to one or two friends. I can talk to 20 friends. Right. I thought, I thought, uh, did you go to uh, a hip hop array that first year? Yes. At De Leon? That I thought that was one of the yes. best. I mean, that it was, was a, it was a beer festival. It was half indoor, half outdoor. And then they would bring you food. So they had people bringing food on, on little small plates. Nice. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. All the food. Yeah. All kinds of little snacks. It was yeah, great. It was, yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was such a great location too. It was, it was, that was a lot of fun. I hate it. You know what that. else? You know, you know what else is really fun about beer fest? We've discovered in the last couple of years. What's that? Is there are people who go to beer fest simply to get see how hammered they can get. <laughs> they, don't have, they, they don't care about the taste. They don't care yeah. about. Yeah, drinking. you're right. There are some people that go and halfway through they're already stumbling and falling yeah. over. It, for them, it's just how much beer can I get for my money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fine line between enjoying the the day and just being because there's been some times at nano or lost township or even when i went to pittsburgh last year that i was like oh, that guy ain't gonna last <laughs> look yep. it, it's it's like a weekend at the lake you gotta pace yourself you got yep. mosquito, you got you got mosquitoes out here you right? gotta take a break <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean you gotta drink you gotta drink some water you know That's my right. problem is Two like here's one water maybe my problem is when i go to beer festivals i end up just talking to people and not drinking a lot of beer. So, but that's yep. fine. That's, I mean, that's part of it too. I think, I think it's pretty enjoyable. Um, moving on, Scott. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. You're an enthusiast about space. I don't know. What do you call that? Uh, like amateur astronomer. Anim- yeah. Tell us about that. How'd you, how'd you get into that? Cause I, I dig it. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I, I always have been ever since I was a kid, I guess it started out. Growing up, my birthday is August 11th, and always every year, the morning that night and the morning of the 12th is always the Perseid meteor shower. So back at home, when we had birthday parties, I mean, it was the whole family over. We'd have 40 people in the house for birthday parties. And we'd always end the night, everybody be outside, laying on the backyard and on the lawn watching the meteor shower. Right. And I think it just kind of stemmed from there because then I got interested in, you know, look at the planets and... I had a small pair of binoculars growing up, so I'd watch the planets and things like that. And it just got more and more involved. When I got into college, it kind of went off to the side a little bit. But then as soon as I graduated, I mean, then I bought my first telescope. And every couple of years, I was getting a larger telescope. And then my last telescope I bought was in 2000. So that's probably the last one probably buy. But so, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just into it. Yeah. So, hold on before we go on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. We gotta hit pause we're, right there. We're, we're, lead, we're leading into this, so let's <laughs> let's talk about your current telescope because I've seen it, but you need to describe it. <laughs> it's a reflect, it's a reflecting type telescope. Think of like uh, like an old fashioned cannon. It's a big long tube with the open end on the top. It's 20 inches in diameter. It stands about maybe nine foot tall. Holy yeah, about eight moly. foot tall. How do you, how do you and, transport uh, it, Scott? It, ter- it breaks down to small pieces. And then I have a, tra- I have a cargo trailer, an eight, a 6 by 12 cargo trailer that it <laughs> loads into the back. And then the front <laughs> trailer I've retrofitted to have like a bunk bed and dresser and like little living quarters in the front of the trailer that I can live in with the air conditioner and heater both. 
and then the telescope all fits in the back. And then when I get to my observing site, I open the back end up, pull the pieces all out, assemble the telescope, and then if I'm there for a few days, I crawl, when I'm ready to go to bed, I crawl in the front of the trailer and call it a night, and then start Wait. over the next night. First off, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Second, um, I, I, other than the fact that you're not getting paid, I don't know that you get to claim amateur status anymore. <laughs> well, but... The, the, the definition of, a, of an amateur is you get paid for what you do. You don't get paid for what you do. Right. I if, mean, that's it. That's that's that's, that's the only thing you can cling to. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so I got to see Scott's telescope at uh, Diametric um, because Scott and Diametric did a beer together. It was well, so cool. Not, not really together. They yeah, made a but, beer. And they, they, did, they did a beer and they named it after me and kind of themed it after me. That's but, but, awesome. that, but that technically that's together. Tell us about that beer, man, because I, I thought it, I thought it was cool the concept. It was called a uh, Crans Dark Nebula, and it was a sour goza made with uh, blackberries, black limes, and uh, raspberries, I think. But it used they used black limes also in it, so it had a had a, had a good puckering bite to it, kind of fruity. Um, What's kind of cool though, is when you got it in the tap room, you got the you got the beer and everything. But they also had it available in cans, and when you bought it in the can, they added a uh, edible glitter to it. So when you nice. pour it into the glass, you have glitter effect in the glass. Yeah, that's they didn't want awesome. They didn't want, to, they didn't want to put the glitter in the tap because they said they'd be washing glitter out for the next ten kegs that went through. Probably <laughs> something that a lot of people well, you don't need to talk to them about commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Something that a lot of people don't realize, though, is to get the dark. They want it as dark as possible because it's supposed to be a nighttime nebulous beer. Right. To get it super dark, the original plan was they ordered a whole bunch of squid ink, which I didn't realize was edible. Oh, yeah. But they, they, they ordered a whole bunch of squid ink, and they were going to mix the squid ink into the beer to make it really dark. Well, it turned out when they boiled it, it went clear. <laughs> so that's why they when they're going with the black limes and other black things to to make it right. darker. The pink, the pink didn't work. Adventures in brewing. Yeah, <laughs> that is incredible. I love that story. And it was it was a really cool. It was a really uh, really good beer. And then when they released it, Scott brought the telescope out, you know, by the pond, and we looked at what we were looking at Saturn. We looked at uh, the moon, Jupiter, and Saturn. And you could, I mean, his telescope is so cool. You could see the rings. It was so crazy. That's well, well, Scott, my birthday is just five days ahead of yours. So, you know, if you want to buddy up for a weekend party or something. <laughs> a little, little. Well, I, I plan to do it again for Diametric sometime in the future. Probably not this fall anymore, but definitely next year. Yeah. That is cool. That's, That's a great story. Is How'd that uh, idea come about? Um, well, all the guys there are kind of interested in astronomy. And every time I go um, – they always got they always got questions for me and about <laughs> like when like this la was it the last together we can as we drove we drove through the line we got our beer and as we we're driving away Matt, Mac comes running out of the brewery and he's going Scott Scott wait 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 and I was like what what happened what did we forget something and he go and he goes SpaceX is getting launched in like in five minutes oh Stick that's right it's, it's SpaceX <laughs> is going on that day. 
<laughs> so we, we pulled over and we all went inside and watched SpaceX. So yeah. Watched. Well, that's what I was going to ask. If you were like us, I mean, you know, my wife and I and, and our our thirteen year old son, we were glued to the TV that day. Yep. So were we. Yeah, so. that was cool. That was yep. that was really cool to watch. Do you have any of that beer left? My beer? Yeah. Uh, I think I have two cans actually. Little little aging going on. Yeah. I mean, I want to keep them, but how long do you want to keep them before they start going bad? I don't know. How how long do sours last when they if they stay cold? You know, I had this conversation with somebody um, the other day about cans and what type of beer, and really, it it really depends. It doesn't, you know. I've had, I mean, case in point, we had that bottle of uh, Tart Cherry Boulevard that uh, stout that was fantastic. It was six years old. Um, then we had the the Silver Ale that you hated. But when I cracked mine, I didn't think it was terribly bad. I mean, I've had some 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 beers that are two months old IPA that the things fell off. It just really depends. I don't think there's a really you know everybody thinks they know, but really nobody really knows. Yeah, I mean no, some I mean, age some don't. Yeah. IPA though, I tend not to age them at all, especially the hazy ones because it just turns into oatmeal. Yeah, I mean no. I, I I've had some IPAs like the well I had one milkshake that I saved. I didn't realize I'd saved and it was three months old. And when you poured it into the glass, it was like a snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Some don't, some don't hold up well, but some just miraculously, you know, miraculously, miraculously, I can't even tell that word. It's it. Miraculously. Yes. Miraculously. Yes. Do. We're going to have to start doing uh, warm ups for you before we start shows. (laughs) (laughs) A-E-I-O-U. <laughs> He's going to get a beer, it looks like. We're going to take a break. Are we taking a break? So, you got so another, thing that, no. another thing that's dangerous is like right here in arm's width is my beer fridge. Oh, that's nice. That would so, make working hard. It's very dangerous. Yes. <laughs> what, are you, what are you cracking? Uh, service. Like butterflies, cherry limeade. Ooh, you got you got nice. he got his uh, look. Oh, it's, it's it's not a mystery beer, but it's one we're gonna drink. The same sweet. thing. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, it just yeah, it has to be the same thing. Does it say the same? thing? I can't read that shit. It should say you know cherry the, of like butterflies. The stars aligned. The stars yeah. have aligned, Scott. <laughs> That's this it. Was, this was all the our our stops and starts about doing this podcast. Now we know it was meant to be. <laughs> I'm telling you with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't brain science. <laughs> so if you do another one, are you going to do the same the same beer with them, or you think you might want to try something different? Oh, I don't know. That's up to them. Um, it'd be don't, cool. Don't, don't, Scott, don't let them take control. Don't, don't leave it up to them. <laughs> They've got enough on their minds. You need to tell them what you're going to do. You know what I would like is a good barley wine. I love barley wines. They would because they haven't done one, have they? Actually, I don't think they have. You know, what? I love a good, I love yeah. good barrel aged barley wine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think you should propose that to them. Yeah, I think I think they'd be down Who, for that. Somebody just did one around here. Um, I think Grains did one. Yeah, yeah. Grains and Taps did one. It was it was quite lovely. Um, you ready for your next mystery beer? Oh, we're not we're not going for the uh, the. That's just a drinker for us. That's not mystery. That's just for us to enjoy. Oh, okay. I brought that because I know you're a, you're a Courtney lover. So, well, 
<laughs> Look, I prefer fanboy with a capital F. Yeah, here you go. Here's your brown paper bag. Yeah, our drug deals. Yeah, it looks like a drug deal. I think Scott, you might be a little, a little bit, a little clairvoyant. Why is that? Um, look what looks look what's in the bag. It, 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 it just happens to be a barley wine from 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 Limitless. Nice. Did whose camera freeze? Did we look Your like we're frozen? Did yeah, we? I, I, we I can frozen? hear you. But am I frozen? No, you're good. Okay, I can hear you, but your your video is frozen. Yeah. Well. Oh, there we are. There we go. It's off. Yeah, go back to the other shot. Yeah. If you want to run in to get a bottle opener, that'd be good. And I can entertain Scott while you're gone. What's well, rule number one? Don't die. Did you break something? Yeah, he just broke a knob off of yeah. the off of the thing. So now your now your video's frozen again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Seems rude. There we go. I'm back. Okay, there, good. Yep. So, you know, that's technology, man. Yeah, I know. So, do you are you zooming at home for work? Yes. How's that yes. going? Oh, pretty good. Mostly we use uh, MS Teams at work, so. Oh, okay. Is that working pretty well? Yeah. That works pretty well, yeah. I mean, we can we've had I've had meetings where we've had 100 people in already, so and they actually work pretty nice. Yeah, we're doing that at City Hall. But it, so we're doing these hybrid meetings and, uh, you know, you know, you, you, you're an IT, you know, so there's some, there's some users who need help. Just, I'm yes, just going to leave it at that. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> we had last night, we had, we did a, uh, so we've got like eight people in council chambers. Everybody else is at home or wherever they are. And the mayor wants to be, he wants to have the zoom <laughs> meeting, the zoom meeting on his laptop even though we're broadcasting the rest of the meeting. I'm like, bro. And then he doesn't want to mute. Uh-oh, what we got here, some meat? Oh, that's that, that looks like candy. Oh man, that's good. That's delicious, bro. He just gave me some of his meat. <laughs> <laughs> Jerky? I'll let him explain. It's, it's nice and hot and crusty. So tonight was my uh, my first attempt at Al Pastor. That's really good, dude. Thank you. What's your, oh, you got to finish up. Oh, my bad. It's hot, too. So there's that. Yeah, it's delicious. Have you had a barley wine before? Not since uh, Grains and Taps one. Uh, so my, my, he's not really, he's my brother's brother-in-law. Uh, from ZZ Hop, Sean McCambridge has okay. made one. That's right. good. What's the ABV on that? I don't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna taste first. <laughs> I love that smell. Mm -hmm. I went. I went to Limitless maybe a couple weeks ago. I just said, I said, just line up all the beers on the counter. That's good because they can get too sweet, and that one is not. Right. I thought they. I thought they were. Have you, have you been to Limitless lately, Scott? Um, we were there two weeks ago. Yeah. I think they're doing a really good job. By the way, we're not going to run video of this episode. Why is that? Because <laughs> our camera keeps freezing. <laughs> yeah, because it's, yeah, it's frozen on this end, too, again. Yeah. Uh, we are at 13% ABV on this one. Nice. 
That's yeah. But it doesn't taste like thirteen percent. That'll get you there. And it gets you anywhere you want to go. I'll I'll look at the video and see if we're gonna use it or not. You never know. Well, we don't edit. That is true, Scott. We don't edit anything. I think I've edited yeah, I once. I noticed a lot of the old videos you said, Oh, I'll edit that out, I'll edit that out, I'll edit that out. Well, apparently you didn't. <laughs> well, I, that's kind of a rule of this show, actually, is that we, we decided we edited one thing. Well, because because John was being dis disparaging about another business. <laughs> yeah. We won't. We, you and I will get in trouble. But we won't get a guest in trouble. <laughs> that is true. Now you're frozen, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are still frozen. You got. You're smiling though. It's so kind of a nice. I mean, he's happy there. So I mean, if you yeah. if he's gonna freeze. So what do you like about barley wines? Um, they're excellent in the wintertime. They're nice and warm and smooth and a lot of caramel and deep, uh, dark flavors. Now, if they get a little coffee, of course, I don't like them. But <laughs> And then, then and throw it on top of it. They're 13, 14, 15%. Yeah, it's, they're really good. My father-in-law yeah. used to bring it for camping trips. So it was great around the fire in the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah, that, one, that was really good. Dark colors, yeah. The dark yeah. colors and flavors. Not super boozy. Not super sweet. No. It's um, very balanced. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't have the, uh, what you call it. I don't know what I, where I was going with that, but it doesn't matter. It's good. Shout out to Limitless. You know what I'm saying? Scott, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay, awesome. good. <laughs> he just turned. He just turned off his video. It's fine. I guess it's going to be a straight up podcast this time. Straight up. I guess. It was interesting. I was um, listening to uh, the drinking partners. I'm going to try and get them on. But by the way, right, that'd be great. Right before Fresh Fest, because um, they they had the same difficulties. They were like, eh, "That froze." <laughs> <laughs> well, and I like them. I think you know when you were when we first started, and you were kind of telling me the style you right. wanted to to go for I, it it is a very similar where it's just we're just gonna sit around and, and have some beers i'm not even sure they talk. drank beer that you know they did drink some beer on this one but the guy they were talking to he does audio uh production for like concerts and things like that like he did audio for fresh fest and they're like they were talking about how uh, covid's impact impacted that business oh my god because there's no live shows right now. right yep but you know the interesting thing is you know these artists are trying to do these internet shows and apparently they're failing at the audio part of it. It's a whole different thing. So, you know, I, I, I've, in the last few years, I've gotten into podcast production and I'm producing other people's stuff. And that's one thing. And then I took a job recently to do audio production for a theater group to do right. an audio play. Right. And I thought, oh, it can't be that different. It's a lot different. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole other thing. So, uh, yeah, those guys... Anything in the events world this year is is can't be happy. Yeah, you're struggling. I heard somebody say they're gonna the, the next. They're talking like September 21 before there's gonna be any live events with a lot of people. Yeah, the big I think big festivals, big concerts. We're everything I've read says we're looking next late late next summer, fall next year at the earliest. I mean, it yeah, sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. You look, the real thing about right now, we don't know. No, we really don't. I mean, know. that's that's the answer to everything and it sucks to say, it sucks to hear. I don't know. Scott, do you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wish I did. 
<laughs> I wish I did. Well, IT is not going to go away, so you're good. Well, yeah, it is, and and apparently nobody and apparently nobody ever discovers the the hit the the thing of time travel because otherwise someone should have came back and told us about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it's funny, you know how like so I've used zoom for a few years now to be able to do podcasts with right. remote guests and then all of a sudden now it's like you know everyone in the world knows it yeah, oh yeah knows it. i mean and, it, and, gotta, and it's a cliche be, joke i wish i'd bought stock right yeah they gotta be just rolling in the money now Man. yeah once they got through their technical difficulties because <laughs> at one point they were like okay this, uh, we got way too many people way too fast yep so anyway Hey, Scott, we appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Again, you're, 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 like I said, you're the first family of beer in Kansas City. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know of any family that goes out like you guys do. Um, that is fantastic. You know, shout out, shout out to, to the fam. Um, you know, when I see you guys walking in, in the brewery, I'm always happy to see them. They came to Windshift last weekend. I was like, oh, my God, it's the Kranzes. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. know, do you get a norm shout like when you walk in? Is it Kranz? <laughs> uh, we've had it before, yeah. That's scary too. <laughs> I, I walk into a, a brewery and they say, "Hey, Scott," and I was like, yep. "Yeah, I know, I know, I know your face, but I don't have a clue what your name is." <laughs> D- dude, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a guy last weekend. He comes in. He's wearing a mask first of all, and he's like, "Hey, aren't you Nigel?" I'm like, "Yeah." He said, I have met you at such and such beer fest. I'm like, that's cool. Good to see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scott, what, one more question, though. Yeah. You know, during the Together We Can events, you know, you were, you were like uh, rounding up beers for a lot of people. How did that happen? <laughs> Good question. Um, I don't know. It started out with Courtney, where she couldn't get over there to pick up her beer. She wanted to buy stuff. But for the long, for the first couple of them, she never bought anything because she could never get over. And then for every time, we always bought beer at every one of the events. And we'd always sit there in the morning. And then from there, we'd go over to service to get the new beers there and limitless and stuff. And one time she goes, well, if you're going to always do that, could you just bring my beer along with you? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So the <laughs> next time, we had Courtney's beer we picked up while we got ours. Right. The time after that, then, we got Courtney's and Jenna Leah's yep. and then Melissa's. Yep. And then the time after that, we got all theirs plus um, uh, from Not Lost, uh, Not Lost Brewing in Ottawa. Right. Um, we picked up we picked up beer for them and took it down there. So, <laughs> so like, like a lot of Saturdays, we'll we'll head over to over to the Kansas side. We'll hit Sand Hills and then Service and then Limitless and then we'll go down to Not Lost and then home from there. So we just make the whole big circle. Are you are you the key master? <laughs> And we're talking a lot of beer. That's a lot of well. So, so, and I was there that one day. Yeah, you filled his trunk up. Oh, absolutely. When the orders come in, we're like, "Yep, yeah, it's the Crans order. Let's get it." <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know that, and 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 that's that's the beautiful thing about the beer community. You know, we, you know, if you need something or whatever, yada yada yada. You know, it's like, hey, I'll, I I got you. I'll take care of it. Yep. Whatever. That, you know, that's and one now, thing I love. And now I'm doing the same thing for Courtney for BKS. How I've are been you? A- I've been ga- been able to get a lot of the beers on thursday nights when they put beer out can, and she's, can, gotten couple, she's gotten a couple also and so she goes when you pick up yours could you pick up mine at the same time and bring it over and so I, yeah i do that too i need to get on that list 
Because <laughs> I never make it down there. I'll, look, I'll, co- I'll come down to where you are. So what is the plan with Together We Can? I know they were talking about trying to continue it even. Well, they're doing. What they're, so what are, what, are, what are we doing with that? Second anniversary, they're doing on Saturday, they're doing a noon to five uh, order start tomorrow. You can do It's kind of that same event for, for the two-year anniversary. Um, right. And then they're doing the tailgate two-year anniversary thing. It's, they want to bring it back, but maybe a quarterly thing. Mm-hmm. which I think is smart. I think I'm, I, you know, I've, as many people I've told about it, I'm surprised the people I've told about it in different states haven't adopted that. I mean, especially like, like Texas right now. Right. With, with the, with the, but yeah. then again, you know, Texas has got weird laws and shit. So you never know. But I think even here, people have their fridges stocked more than they ever did before. I mean, even you, yeah. you I mean, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you, you, I'm finally getting through. Those you years. live next door to one bar. You live across an alley from another brewery. Right. I mean, so, and you work at, two or three of them but even you were like my fridge is more stocked than it's ever been well i'm trying to support local yeah. exactly and i you think know. more people want to do that and more people just they just want to have their beer on hand i mean not everybody can be scott crans and have their <laughs> office desk sitting right next to the beer fridge no you know you're talking about this, the fridge being stocked in the <laughs> beginning the only thing people were offering is crawlers and that was it right it wasn't until the you know the third or fourth one before they start offering you know 12 ounce and 16 ounce cans. Right. At one point, I had 38 crawlers in my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it builds up fast. Yeah. Hey, how, how excited are you for uh, um, Transparent? Right, right up the road oh, from I can't, wait. I can't wait for that open. Yeah, that's only a 10 minute drive for me. Nice. That'll be nice. We'll be there. Yeah, we're doing a live podcast on the, on, they're supposedly on the 8th of august when they're going to open oh did we get a date that's what nolan told me last time when I, I went down there okay i went down to try some of his beers got the got the tour it's a badass location the tap room's beautiful the beers were really really good and we're talking he hasn't officially, all, he hasn't officially said, said announced that yet has he no he hasn't but that's what okay. he told me so okay i'm, I'm gonna be there anyway awesome. <laughs> here. Open no or way. not nigel's yep. gonna be there Yep. If nothing else, me and Angela sit in the parking lot and drink beer out there. There, there we go. There Ta- we go. To tailgate it. Yep. <laughs> Again, Scott, we appreciate you coming on, dude. Um, love you. Love your show. I love your family. I think you guys are awesome. Um, great ambassadors for local beer. It's been a pleasure, even though we've had a couple of stopping stars trying to get you on here. Um, yep. But, you know, we appreciate it. Don't you, Nick? I do. I do. It's nice to finally meet you, and I look forward to yes. when we run into each other at one of the tap rooms. It's, exactly. It's, yeah. it's, it's bound to happen. Well, <laughs> it's bound. We're going to make it happen. And yep. I can't wait to crash your birthday party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey kids, um, you, should, you should follow. What's your, what's your handle on uh, Untapped? Me? Yeah. Scott underscore Kranz. You, you, if you want to see some weird crazy great beers be, uh, just friend him on there and i'm telling you you will not be disappointed <laughs> if, if nick if nick wants to see what my telescope looks like go out to crans dark nebula beer and scroll to the very beginning of the entries uh do you know you know mark connor right uh, I, no no okay I do well, not. oh yeah He's, mark yeah i know mark yeah i do Kind of a thin, short guy. Yeah, yeah, with the like, hair. Yeah, hopped off Harley. Okay. Yep. He uh he took a picture with when we had the dark trans dark nebula the release. He had a took a picture with me and him next to my telescope, and it's in the 
it's in the entries in the log entries. Awesome. Now, is your telescope? Can we hook it up to a computer? No, you cannot. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is computer. It is computer driven, though. It's got a little computer built into it. Good lord. So, so yeah, I I could set it up where I could. All I have to do is align it up with two stars, and then there's like fifteen thousand entries I can type into it, and the telescope will just go there. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That, uh... Nick might be hitting you up to for, you, for you to come to his house. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. That's cool. awesome. Scott, thank you so much for coming on the show with us You're tonight. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and thank you kids for listening to Beers with Nigel. We'll see you on the flip side. Is, is that the old phrase? Sure, why not? On the flip side. We got no rules on this show. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, we'll talk to you soon, bud. Okay. All right, peace. Later. You have been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff. Hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network, and it's available on your favorite podcast apps. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beers with Nigel.